You are listening to the oneofus.net podcast network. Oneofus.net and all of the shows on it are 100% subscriber supported. Please consider becoming a subscriber to oneofus.net. Keep the site and all of our great shows going and get some terrific bonus content as well. This movie review also comes for subscribers at Time Lord level or above an uncut, unedited, longer video version of the review. Become a subscriber and check it out. So you can be very sure that I am not a murderer. And I already kind of knew this, but this movie violation makes it very clear. I don't have the energy to dispose of a body. I mean, it is fucking work. <laughs> like, I, you should see my backyard, right? <laughs> it's, it's a mess. There's no way. I mean, I'd be at that moment, I'd be so mad. And you're like, Ugh. and then you think about, you got to do all that stuff. And you chop the body up and you drain the blood and you grind the body. Yeah, I'm, no, it's just, I don't hate anyone that much. Just throw me in jail. It's just, it's too much. It's way too much work. <laughs> yeah, right. If I'm mad enough to kill someone, I'll just go to jail for it. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I think the takeaway is, is you can get away with it as long as you can be left alone for an indefinite amount of time. If nobody's ever going to try to contact you and nobody's ever going to stop by the house, you could get away with murder. Yeah, I mean, you have to make sure that they don't know, like, there's no record of them, the person you want to kill, coming to said house. I just saw a thing online where there's a Scottish castle on an island for $112,000 right now. It's like, there you go. You just tell your friend, don't tell them where you're going. Just say you're going to Scotland. That's fine. And they're like, yeah, yeah, come on to the island. It's fine. We just communicate through snail mail here. I'm not making a bid to get a Scottish castle on an island, for the record. Unless it's haunted, in which case I might change my mind. We were talking about Violation, which is a Canadian dramatic horror film that played South by Southwest, among some other festivals. It's written and directed by Madeline Sims Fuhrer and Dusty Mancinelli, a team who have worked together on multiple short films that have been displayed at various film festivals across the world. I've gotten a sort of notice for the stuff they've done there, but this is their feature film debut. And it, in fact, stars Madeline Sims Fuhrer as lead character Miriam. Now, her name is not Violation, although that's a great name for a kid. If I have a kid, I'm going to name him Violation. Now that I think about it, let me write that down. <laughs> Let's write that down. Joining me on this review is Santiago. Howdy ho. And Ryan. What's going on? All right. So now the jokes are out of the way because this is a fucking hard movie <laughs> to, to try and be funny about, I guess. It's really, really, really dark. So Miriam is when we meet her, she's we see she's stuck in a marriage with very emotionally distant husband, Caleb, played by Obi Abili. Uh, she's staying at a lakeside cabin with her sister, Greta, played by Anna McGuire, and Dylan, her husband, played by Jesse Lavercombe, who Miriam apparently knows going back you know, to school days. They've been friends for a long time. And the film sort of dances back and forth uh, non-linearly to a certain extent here. It's clear that Miriam has weird feelings going on towards her sister and her husband as those two seem to be having a great time and are happy. And in fact, they have a discussion like she's like, oh, don't you think that a... Uh, you know, marriage is like your sexual desire wanes and yada yada. And, and sister's like, I don't even want to have this conversation with you. You're 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 a broken chick. I don't know why we, we always have to do stuff like this. It's also clear there that she and her sister have problems. There, there's been a series of disagreements over time. And maybe Miriam is a little intense. But all this leads to basically a reveal that 
there was a sexual thing that happened between Miriam and the, uh, her sister's husband. And this led to the longest murder disposal, body disposal scene you will ever see in a film. In fact, that's pretty much what this film is. It's a murder body disposal scene. It's kind of a rape revenge film if 98% of it is just the aftermath. And if for those who are looking for a film like that, that kind of turns the tables on what you expect from horror, like for instance, we've seen all too many times a male killer taking committing acts of violence against a naked female. Well, this turns that table one million percent with a dude who is not only naked, he is fully turgid and is is displayed in, in all his glory for extended periods of time, getting murdered in one of the most brutally distressing and just unflinching killing scenes I may have ever seen in a movie. But that's violation. Take it or leave it, I guess. I don't know how to feel about this. I think technically, I mean, I understand the argument that's being made here, but I feel like this is a film that's like 99%, well, see, this is what you get, and 1% anything that actually you would want to watch. It, it really is like they want to tell the audience, hey, this kind of typical like sort of rape revenge movie it would actually not be cathartic, like this revenge. It would be fucking horrible and just painful. Every step of it would just be completely agonizing. I think it does do a really good job at doing just that, which is putting someone in the headspace of what it may be like to kill someone that you dislike heavily or, you know, completely hate or wish they were dead. Whatever it may be that you're feeling, you know, carrying out that emotion or, or act could really just ruin you just as well as it did them. I think this is one of... The first movie I think I've seen on Shudder where I think that Shudder actually like lives up to its title because this I had to look away at some of these parts because I was just like, wow, this is a lot and I want it to be over, but I'm also heavily intrigued. I don't think I've ever seen a movie like this and I think that's why I was intrigued. There's a lot of stuff that I wanted to see more of in dialogue in terms of detailing who these characters are and why Miriam is made this choice the way that she has. And there's interesting pieces of discussions about gender differences and, and like the relationship between her and her sister. But that's not most of the movie. Most of the movie is really just this almost procedural attack and disposal of a human body intermixed with clips going back and forth in time. And some admittedly just knock your socks off visuals. Uh, a lot of stuff that you think is one thing, you think you're looking at something really grotesque and horrible, and then it turns out it's in fact not that, it's something else entirely That, that that's interesting. There's a lot of interesting choices here, but all of this kind of felt like a little undercooked in terms of detailing what its reason for existing is. It felt like an extended short film. I feel like about halfway through, I kind of did get exactly what they were going for, like what we're saying, that this is supposed to be like a gritty, like sort of realistic depiction of what this, something like this would be like. And I didn't get much after that. And after the incident was shown, the movie jumps around a lot in time. It's nonlinear. So they do show you some previous scenes and some some that take place closer to it. I would have liked to see a little bit more of the aftermath of it. And I'm not saying like it needs to be some crazy melodramatic chase scene or something, but just a little bit more of what you were saying, Chris, exactly what made her make this decision. Just a little, just a hint of it. I don't need it spelled out for me, but just a little bit more would have gone a long way. After that incident, after the first half, I just didn't get as much out of it as I would have liked to. 
And and the, it's it's interesting. The sex scene is played so as to take away any sort of level of being lurid or having a gaze that's sexual about it by doing it through extreme close-ups of just you know a hairy part of a body moving against a non-hairy part of a body. Where even there, you're not sure what you're looking at. You're aware there's something sexual happening, but that's about as much as you can tell. That I thought was interesting. But when it comes to the the actual murder scene. It begins in a very luridly, openly sexual manner that's just like, Jesus Christ, is this going to be straight up, like, X-rated? The, the close-ups, the uh, the segments that had, like, a lot of depictions of nature being, like, grotesque. There were certainly a lot of stylistic attempts be- happening here. I also thought that there was something amiss whenever th- that I maybe was expecting after the, the act had happened. And I was anticipating maybe just trying to guess where, where this was going. And it, I kept looking at the, at the duration of the film that was left and wondering what could possibly happen next. You know, I was obviously wrong. But again, back to my point, I do think that they were making a lot of stylistic attempts. If you look at some of their other shorts, which also, uh, I, I only saw one of their other shorts, but rather I should say it was I saw it was called Chubby. It was also nonlinear. It had a lot of similar issues, including sexual abuse, sibling rivalry, suffocation as a consequence of misbehaving all those kind of like tied me into of okay these guys are going for a vibe (laughs) and and i get it it's a very uncomfortable space it was very immersive i felt like i was definitely highly affected by this film It, it definitely brought up a lot of emotions and that's where i think the merit of this film rests as far as everything else i don't know what to say about it because it really just kind of you know shocked me the shock value is high and 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 the immersion is high. However, I'm kind of just I honestly kind of want to forget this film as much as I did like it. <laughs> I don't want to give the impression that I didn't appreciate it on so many levels too because it's so well crafted and there's the cinematography is amazing. The performances are just so good and it really does evoke the feelings they're trying to get you to feel. It was it was genuinely hard to watch. In a lot of these torturous scenes, they really do sit in wide shots and make you sit there in these painful moments for longer than you want to be there. It's a very well crafted movie. It works very well as an experimental horror film. It doesn't really work as a straight up horror film, which is fine. It's just, it's an odd choice for Shudder, I thought, in some ways, because a lot of their stuff doesn't really lean as arty heavy as this does. I mean, this is the type of movie that's almost impossible to recommend to anyone except for people who are just looking for something to make themselves upset by and like you know i don't mean like you'll be angry at it i just mean there's no way not to be emotionally affected by the level of violence here i just kind of wish there was more around it that they had built it up more in a dialogue sense the metaphor or the allegory of like so he's like a hunter and is like not a vegetarian and miriam is a vegetarian and is like questioning him about it and she's upset that she's made he's made her sister not into a vegetarian anymore and then and when the killing happens, she's doing it through all very much hunter ways of doing it, like hold, hanging, hanging him upside down and draining the blood and all that stuff. Like, OK, we, we kind of get what you're going for, but it, it, it just goes on for so long. <laughs> this is not a short movie either. Let's get a final thoughts, Santi. I think I like this film. I like that it took me out of my comfortable space that I've been locked in since this pandemic it definitely brought out some emotions that i didn't want to feel but there they are 
And maybe I needed that at the tail end of this horrible year. Not a movie I'd recommend to many people, but certainly uh, glad I watched it. I think we all touched on all the points that I thought were awesome. I do want to say that I thought that the acting in this film was way above average, especially on the count of Madeline Sims Fewer. I think I was telling myself while watching this, like, this is some of the best acting I've seen by a person who directed the same film since, like, fucking Clint Eastwood or something, you know? Like, I, I really thought she did a great job. All that being said, this is probably lofty, but I'm going to give it 7 out of 10 bags over the head. Ryan? I really did like this and appreciate this. I had my issues with it, but I don't really know if the nonlinear thing quite worked for me. I would have liked to see a version that, that was linear to see if that sort of made it feel like it had a little bit more momentum. Because like I said earlier, after that first half, it just was a little bit of a slog for me. And I would be curious to see it done in that way. I'm not sure if it really added much. It's something we haven't talked about, I really liked the score a lot. It was really, really over the top in a way. It was kind of Bernard Hermony to me. And I thought that was a cool thing to sort of juxtapose with like the really naturalistic documentary style way that a lot of it was shot. I thought that it, I don't know, it was something interesting that I hadn't really seen done before. And I can really appreciate that Shudder like, took a chance on this, like you said, Chris. Like It's really different from what they usually make, and I will always be an advocate for that. Um, so I'm going to give this 6.5 out of 10 ominous shots of pool noodles. This is a gut punch of a movie, no question about it. It is not for your casual horror viewer. Uh, it, in fact, is more aimed at people who are interested in art film that is you know like if you like uh watching pasolini and stuff like you know this is more maybe a little more up your alley for that i'm i will never watch this again i'm glad i saw it and i do want to see more things by this team madeline sims fewer and dusty man sinelli because they know what they're doing although i think maybe if they brought in someone with more experience writing it would have helped a little bit more i think they know how to write a film from the point of view of shots a shooting script but they're not wonderful with figuring out the balance of characters. Uh, this could have been one of the best films we've seen this year with everything else has going for it. And as it is, it feels like a very long excerpt of a very good film. Like I said, I can't really recommend it to people per se, but if you're curious, if you're one of those people who are like, oh, I gotta go see Cannibal Holocaust or, or I spit on your grave or something, you know, like, cause I want to see the darkest, most fucked up shit out there. Hey, Violation definitely goes on that list of one of the darkest, most fucked up films I've seen in quite some time. Even if a lot of it is really more conceptual than actually seeing the details of things on screen. Uh, I'm going to give this six and a half out of 10 brand new companies being started by Madeline Sims viewer and Dusty Mancinelli called new Donner Party ice cream flavors. <laughs> what? <laughs> Did you not catch that towards the end? That that's no. when, she, when she's making ice cream for her family? Yeah, that was bone meal ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. Okay. She right, did. Right, right. She put the ground up bones. Yeah, I didn't. It didn't occur. I didn't put those two and two together. Wow, that's dark. Wow, holy crap. Yeah, just <laughs> added a whole new level, didn't it? <laughs> keeps on coming. Keeps on coming. I, I do want to add that I think documentary filmmaking. I assume was a reference to the shaky camera. Man, did I get motion sickness watching this film a, little, a couple times? I was like, oh, I'm dizzy. I gotta look away because uh, it was just like shaking all over the place. And, and and you're absolutely right, Chris. I feel like you hit the nail on the head as far as them being able to write a script from a shot, which I which is an idea I never really you know considered that somebody could be good at. Because yeah, they're definitely like, I mean, they killed on that short and this definitely is in that same vein. So I also, I, would, I will watch their next movie. I will say that. Same. 
most certainly. Although I may not, I may be careful who I bring with me to watch it. Yeah, <laughs> might bring a, might bring a bag too. I don't know. I'm just saying, <laughs> if I was Madeline Sims Fewer's sister, I might demand you go see a family therapist or something. 